Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. All right, we are back. Episode three. Hello, hello. So, what is your win this week, Jill? Um, well... When we're currently recording, it is the first week of 2021. The second? The first? The first full week, I guess. And I'm moving out this weekend. So um, I guess, yeah, my win in general is finally leaving my parents' basement. I would take that as a win. Sounds like a win to me. (laughs) And yeah, being organized about actually moving and not leaving it till the day I move. So we'll take those as wins. Non-procrastination wins. We're trying. Always a good thing. We're trying. What's yours? Um, my win for this week is, um, that I, uh, I'm sure if you follow me on social media, you'll know that I am launching a group coaching program. And my win is that I actually realized that I hadn't done enough background work for the launch to make it successful. So, uh, my win is being a grown up and seeing it clinically and not taking it personally yeah. and taking a step back and delaying the launch for a month. And actually putting in some solid work in the month of January Love and that. being a responsible business owner. <laughs> Not just throwing a tantrum. It's a we very responsible that. win it for is. me. It is. It's hard to not get personally offended when launches yeah. don't go well. Getting clinical is going to be a big theme for me this year, I think. So, yeah. But speaking of themes for the year, we're talking about goal setting today. Yep. Which I think is like um, kind of flashy this time of year, but I'm here for it. Yeah, and I think it's a common topic, but maybe we have a couple different ways to approach your goals this year that maybe the theme of our podcast, Instagram won't tell you about goal setting. Um, So we're going to try to make it as realistic and possible for you. Um, But yeah, goal setting... We've all been through January before. It's always comes up. Um, but yeah, if you have goals, cool. Disclaimer, if you don't have goals, if your life is going good, if you don't have any hard set goals for the month of January, you're fine. It's fine. You don't have to have goals. If you do have goals, also cool, but don't feel like you need to revamp your whole life just because it's a new year. I agree. Um, I think there's two schools of thoughts on that. I think, first of all, it's okay not to have a hard goal. Like you said, like if everything's going great and you can't think of anything, guys, don't stress about thinking about a goal just because it's the new year. The second part of that is I think there's a lot of people who shame New Year's resolutions and because theoretically, sometimes they don't pan out. And um, also, <laughs> fork in the road on that one, <laughs> First of all, it's totally okay if they don't pan out. It's also totally okay if you change (laughs) your mind on a goal. Yes, I do that a lot. Um, And the other part of that is, what better than a new year to say, yeah, I'm going to make some changes. I mean, yeah, you can do the same thing in July, but like, there's something about like January 1st that makes me feel like we're fresh, let's go, like, let's do this. And I don't think it's right to discourage the time of year that people are setting goals yeah I agree and I think if you know you need to make it through Christmas and New Year's and then your life gets a little more stable kids go back to school whatever it may be and January works for you 
even if it's freaking January 9th instead of January 1st, also cool. But a goal is a goal. Doesn't matter when you set it, if you set it. But yeah, if you have a January 1st goal, cool. If you do resolutions and stick to them, I'm not one to stick to resolutions. So I gave up on that a couple years ago. But if that's your thing, don't let anyone tell you, you can't do it. This is true. And I think we should kind of start with um, we backstory we were chatting before we started recording about um, just some really more specific things about goal setting that maybe people don't talk about. So while it is great to have a goal and make it specific and measurable, etc., I think a big part of it that gets missed is the realistic part of it and not just being realistic with what the actual goal is, but the time commitment it's going to take to get there. Yeah, being honest with yourself about if you have time for it. There's absolutely no shame in thinking of a goal, getting excited about it, and then realizing it doesn't fit your phase of life currently. That is fine. You're allowed to change it. Um, But yeah, I think sitting down and being honest with yourself about what you have time for um, right now is an important part to actually getting it done. I would agree with that. And the other part of that is like, with current shutdowns, etc., what do you have access to? So I would say, like, if you had a goal to start powerlifting, but you literally have nothing at home, um, you might have to put that off for (laughs) a couple months or so. Or you might have to invest a lot more than you thought you did. Maybe you thought you just needed a coach and a gym membership. Now you need equipment at home, or you need to kind of alter that goal to focus on your mobility or you know, maybe get some conditioning underneath you, that kind of thing. So um, I think flexibility is a really important part of my personal goal setting. Yeah, and you're allowed to goal set for the future as well. So if you know that's a goal of yours, going off what Jess said, like powerlifting is your goal, cool, set that for, I don't know, whenever the heck the gym's open. Doesn't have to be a solid date. (laughs) Yes, it doesn't have to, it can be open-ended. It doesn't have to have a closed date or an expiry date on it either. Yeah. Unless you have an event as a goal. But even now, we all know that sometimes event dates change. Yeah. So, yeah. You're allowed to goal plan for now. You're also allowed to goal plan for the future. Just be realistic with yourself. Um, yeah. If you have 10-pound dumbbells, working on your 200-pound deadlift is probably not going to happen right now. And that's okay. It can happen in three months or six months or whatever it may be. Yes. But you could sure as heck work on your hip hinging, hamstring mobility, and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So there's always a way. Um, so leading into that, um, I like to set different categories of goals for myself. So I always have like a personal goal, and then I have a business kind of goal, and then I have health and wellness type goals. Do you do the same thing? Yeah. Mine are based off a lot of feelings also, I've noticed. Works for me better, which might sound weird. Um, but for example, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, my personal life goal for this year is just finding freedom. I don't exactly know what that looks like. I've had a lot of life changes in the last year, so I don't exactly know what freedom looks like for me. That's why I don't have like a specific thing or number, um, but just finding that feeling this year is one of my goals. And then, yeah, obviously business goals are going to be more specific, more number-based. Fitness goals can be number-based as well. Um, But yeah, different categories I think are important. So you're not just overwhelmed with this long list of things to do. And I I do that too. I follow um, 
Danielle Laporte. She's an amazing author. She wrote The Desire Map. And The Desire Map is all about finding your core desired feelings rather than like having like hard goals. It's about figuring out the goals that you need to do to feel the way you want to feel in life. And so I have two feelings that I use to direct all my goals. One of those is freedom. And for me, the freedom is to choose how I spend my time and who I spend it with. And for that, it is owning my own business, making my own schedule, and choosing the clients that I get to work with. And then um, the other one is love, and that is love what you do and who you do it with. And I think that, that those two words on like a scale go for every single part of mm -hmm. my life. Um, yeah. I don't choose to spend my time with people who drain me. I choose to spend time and lots of time with people, maybe not right now, obviously, guys. Don't call the authorities. Lots of people. <laughs> with people that fill my cup instead of drain it. Yeah, and I think it's important to pick feelings that kind of can transfer over to all aspects of your life. Like, those are things for you that you can check in with basically anything you're doing. Do exactly. I feel free? Do I feel yeah. love? Am I giving love? Whatever it may be. And it helps me decide what my next move is. So if I'm, let's say I'm like, you know, training, like I was training for bike racing and I didn't feel like I loved it anymore. I didn't feel very free in my choices of the workouts I was doing because what I wanted to do wasn't conducive to the goal. And I was like, you know what? If that goal doesn't fit anymore, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what we talked about at the beginning, that it's okay to change your mind on goals um, if you realize it's no longer what you want. I've set many goals in a spur-of-a-moment thing and then quickly realized that is not... Like, first quarantine, I had a goal of being on Survivor, which I'm not going to lie to you, is still in the back of my head, but it's also not realistic right now because they're not even filming Survivor. So it's okay to change your mind I did not know goals. that. <laughs> Let me know if I can help you with okay. that goal. <laughs> <laughs> you learn something yeah well and you know going along that I have had a goal for a few years of learning to play the ukulele mm -hmm. and so lockdown number, take a first lockdown number one I actually bought a ukulele and I did practice daily uh, but when things started reopening and I started getting busy again I didn't have time and um, unfortunately for me it meant that my husband was right about the ukulele <laughs> goal and that I wouldn't have time and I wouldn't practice um, lockdown number two comes around and I'm like, okay, hey guys, pick up that ukulele. I haven't because in lockdown number one, I worked really hard and I set myself up for online coaching success in the event of another lockdown. And here we are. I'm still busy. Yeah. So I would say so, yeah. <laughs> that goal has changed, but I'm not going to get rid of the ukulele just because it's not really like. A close goal anymore maybe it's more of a five-year goal like maybe when I have a baby In ten years I can play like... these love songs to go to sleep <laughs> still on the radar currently not practicing it's just you justifying not getting rid of your ukulele <laughs> but it's turquoise and we all know how much on, on brand, brand. It's so on it has brand. to stay <laughs> um so that said do you want to share any of your goals for this year um well I guess this could have been uh, a win at the beginning but one of my goals for January was five new holistic clients and it is what the 6th of January 
Um, and officially this morning I signed my sixth new holistic client. So business wins. I set more monthly things because I find for myself I get less distracted that way. It's like more of a reminder than like setting one for end of the year and then I forget about it or whatever it may be. Um, so that was one of my monthly ones, which I guess I should pick a new one because I got a lot of days in January left. Um, and then business wise in general is always just growing my online. Um, I think that's a big part of me finding freedom is having that flexibility. I love doing in-person work, but it comes with a lot of restrictions as we've learned. So (laughs) having that flexibility, I think to pivot online and have an income coming in from online is important to me and what I want to do with my life. Um, so those are kind of my two for this year. Like I said, I'll set a new one kind of at the beginning of next month as well. Um, but that's what I got going on currently. Yeah. Um, for me, it was, I guess my December goal was, um, to try and get as many of my clients converted into online coaching as possible with the current, um, you know, public health situation in Alberta. Um, and I did that. And now I guess my January goal is just to remain sustainable with that. And so I guess both of us having those online businesses is always, while it's not passive, it is a little bit less time consuming than physically going somewhere. You can Mm -hmm. literally work from anywhere. And I think both of us know how lucky we are to have that kind of thing. Um, and then, Yeah, business for me this year is going to be about growth into just maybe a bit more consistency. Um, Obviously, when you're relatively new and you're building a business, there's always going to be up and down months. And then with the shutdown in the spring, it was very, very down. And then it was very up. And then now it's, it's Christmas, things like that. So just having maybe a bit more consistency for me. And then... um. Going along with that, um, living in an abundance mindset with clients. So, you know, it's always easy to get into a scarcity mindset with where's my next client coming from? Where's my next paycheck coming from? Et cetera, et cetera. And especially with things being really uncertain. Um, So just kind of shifting that mindset to be like, there is literally millions of opportunities of clients every single day and the right people are out there and they are coming yeah yeah I think that's a huge shift and it takes time to you know as a business owner that if you don't put in the work you don't make the money so it is it's easy to slip into that kind of panic mode I guess um but yeah there is literally millions of people out there that would love your help so remembering that is important (laughs) And even just the consistency of showing up on social media and showing up even if it seems like you're not getting the reward, um, it does come. And it's true what they say about having like a year to 18 months under your belt of doing it because I am just starting to see the rewards of my consistent showing up on Instagram for the people who do read my posts, watch yeah. my stories, and things like that. So when you put up those question boxes, you get so many people now. 
True. Like, and before it was like crickets, like literally. And the thing is, is just it was a little bit of patience and consistency, and yeah, things are happening, man. Yeah, and people <laughs> getting getting to know you, I think, is a huge part. That's yes. one thing probably you can relate to too. I always wanted to be me on social media, oh, yeah. and then clients meet me, and they're like, "Oh, you're the same <laughs> you're as you are on person. social media." I'm like, "Yeah, hi, I'm still hey, weird in me. person." So. Um, yeah, building that trust is huge. Um, what fitness goals you got going on for the year? Um, so fitness goals, I have two streams of this. So one, I actually have a big bucket list goal, which I kind of alluded to the other day on social media, is that my husband and I want to run the Skyline Trail this year. We have hiked cool. it before. Is that in and Jasper? It is oh, in Jasper, okay. yeah. Okay. And all we've always talked about running it because I don't know if people know this we both used to run ultra marathons I used to be an endurance athlete and running has been something that's been kind of building for the last year so we decided we are going to run the skyline trail this year so that's exciting so that will be like the big goal and then I also have just some little like crossfit goals that I'm kind of working on just skills so I want to get better at handstands I want to or I want to actually be able to do a handstand um, against a wall that that's one double unders I've been working on just a few little skills that is going to be really easy to measure whether I'm improving on them or not and the answer to doing all those things is just consistency yep even if you suck at them <laughs> and eventually you will not suck at them <laughs> yeah what about you for fitness uh my fitness routine being 100% transparent kind of fell apart in the last uh, nine months which I'm sure lots of people's has um, not to say I'm not doing things but I would say I don't have a lot of consistency with what I'm doing it's just kind of whatever pops into my head so um, finding some consistency finding a routine I actually enjoy doing um, a big thing with me is I don't live for working out and Jess is similar-ish. We have other yeah. things we do than <laughs> just work Definitely. out. And that's something I've said on Instagram before that always gains a lot of attention. What do you mean you don't love working out? You're a trainer. But I also have other things in my life that I do. And when you spend a lot of time in a gym, it's hard to convince yourself to stay <laughs> and get your own stuff done. Um, but that's a big thing for me this year is finding a routine I actually enjoy doing. Not necessarily get excited about doing every single day, but it's not like a, ugh, I have to work out type of thing. Um, I know working out's good for me. I know it's important for my mental and physical health. So finding something that I actually want to do, I guess, is important for me. Um, no matter what that looks like. Right now, it's just a lot of movement. Like my goal currently is just to move every day in some way. Um, and figuring out what types of movement I actually enjoy. I've been doing a lot more like full body workouts rather than like, I used to, if you guys have followed me on Instagram for a while, I used to be very much like a bro split type of workout person. If you don't know what that is, think of any bodybuilder you follow on Instagram and how they work out. That was basically me. And I realized in the last year, that's not what I like to do. So. Finding that is kind of a, my overall goal. Um, handstands has been one of my goals since the first shutdown and we're making some 
solid progress. I can hold it long enough to take a picture now. So <laughs> getting there. Um, Milestones for me to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to be able to right now take like at least like five steps on my hands. Nice. Which is scary because I just tip over every time. But that is we'll kind of figure scary. it out. Confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think like I actually, I actually saw this really great TikTok the other day and it was this girl and she was riding a bike and she was like, I'm just here to let you know that like basically the gist of her video was that, you know, 10 minutes of enjoying your workout is better than 60 minutes of hating yourself and hating the time you're spending doing it. So even if you make time to move 10 minutes, pretty soon that 10 minutes becomes 15, it becomes 20, etc. Just sometimes ending on a good note is better than forcing yourself to finish what you had planned and ending up hating the time you spent there and resenting yourself for it. Yeah. It just makes like, yes, working out is good, but it can also be really counterintuitive if you're trying to heal a relationship with your body and fitness. Yeah. I think my relationship with working out specifically had a lot of other things going on with it. Um, so there's quite a few negative neuro tags along with that, which we can talk about another day if we want to. But yeah, that was a big thing I realized for me, me doing these hour long shoulder only workouts. I hated them. I left not liking the gym and not wanting to go back, which was a big thing where now I move for 20 minutes. I feel good. I feel accomplished. I'm like, Hey, that wasn't so bad. And that thought pattern is a lot more beneficial for me than yeah, hating it because totally. then I actually want to do it again rather than being like oh I have to do it again tomorrow yeah so. and I've shifted similarly in the last year in that I was when I was training for bike racing I was training very much like a power lifter would and I would go to the gym and just lift really heavy and when you do that you do have to allow yourself appropriate rest in between sets so you inherently end up being there for a very long time mm -hmm. And so what would happen is that I'd be like, oh, I only have like an hour and a half. There's no way I'm going to get my workout in. So I wouldn't do it at all, which doesn't really get you anywhere either. And currently um, with doing more like Metcon type workouts, um, I can be warmed up and done in 45 minutes and feeling amazing, even though the skills are still something I'm really working on. Um, I feel better for doing it that way. And... Yeah, it just, it makes me feel better about the time that I'm spending mm -hmm. doing it. Yeah, so if you're struggling with your workout routine right now, check in with how you feel after it's done. I know a big thing is like, oh, it releases endorphins, you're going to feel better. But take a second to be like, did I enjoy my time I spent working out? If the answer is always no, maybe make some changes. And I think that's a big thing. True story. To stick in with it. So last but not least, personal life goals. <laughs> Um, well, my goal for 2020 was to move out, which I almost made it. We're close. Um, technically, I had my move-in date set in 2020, but I didn't officially vacate to my parents' basement Details. until this week. So we're close. Um, yeah, so moving out, um, building my savings accounts are big ones for me this year, just because you never know what life is going to look like. So building those savings accounts... Um, and just kind of finding myself again without getting too deep in, um, just, yeah, finding myself, finding what I enjoy doing, um, finding what fills my cup, I guess, is kind of where I'm at this year. Um, 
for me, uh, it's actually it's actually kind of very similar. So, um, my husband and I decided that within the year we want to do all the things that we need to do to our current house and sell it and move to our forever home. Hopefully, forever home. I'm really not a fan of moving. Um, which I mean, currently we live in a duplex in a neighborhood that is fine, but it's just not our ideal location. So. Our goal is to get everything in order in the next year to be able to do that in 2021. That's exciting. And like friends, mom, if you're listening, don't get your hopes up too much. But our other goal is to make a baby in 2021. What? So or and 2021, 2022. So um, yeah, so don't ask. I'll let you know. Believe me, guys. I'll <laughs> she let you know will when update you. You'll have a really creative announcement I, I, sh- I can promise you this um but yeah so just basically getting ourselves set up for th- something like that that's exciting big life moves yeah although I did have to like we had to kind of nail down a timeline because I was like well I need to know because I need to know which vitamins I need to start taking <laughs> and when and when I need to start monitoring things a little more closely so which is very holistic of me yeah. to think of that Listen, it's like it's a little more than just what you think it is. I need to stack my vitamins, so let me know. Uh, If you know, you know. (laughs) Um, But so final thoughts on goal setting. Anything you want to add or any just like general um, things while we wrap it up? Uh, Just, yeah, pick goals that are important to you. Don't let anyone tell you what your goals should or shouldn't be. Um, And... Just always remind yourself it's okay to change your mind next week, tomorrow, in nine months. I don't care. But you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to set new goals. If they don't pan out the way you want them to, either keep trying or adjust your approach. Um, But yeah, be patient with yourself, I think, is a big one. Yeah, I would say stay flexible with with your goal, with your methods. And I always think of that scene from Friends. <laughs> That's what I think. And of. yeah, choose things that bring you joy. Honestly, I hate to sound like Marie Kondo, but like, don't, yeah, don't do, don't set a goal because you think you should, or, you know, like your goal is your own. And there's really no, don't let anybody tell you that it's not a great goal. It's literally not their goal. And goals can be the smallest thing ever or the biggest thing ever. You get to decide. A mix of both is sometimes fun. Yeah, and the other thing is, don't be afraid to set like a super unrealistic goal that you're like, man, this like would be beyond so- survivor. This would be so crazy if this happened because it just might happen. Catch and me on Survivor one day. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually listening to a really great podcast that was about just something that like set a goal that's just like so far out there that you're like, man, that would be so cool, but. If it doesn't happen, like, you're like, yeah, like, it was pretty unrealistic. But if it does, oh, man. Like, watch out. Yeah. Let us know what your goals are. If you need some help staying accountable, um, let us know over on Instagram. If you don't follow us, it's at Lattes and Lifting Podcast. Um, Let us know what your goals are for the year. You can also email us at lattesandliftingpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you found our tips helpful... Send it to a friend, and we will talk to you all soon. All right. See you later. Bye.